Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Blog Talk Radio. Challenging, thought-provoking, insightful. This is the Ninja Pastor with Sunday's God in Country with Dr. Sean. Hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical reverend, Dr. Sean is a proud U.S. military veteran, former law enforcement officer, founder of the internationally regarded executive protection team. Through his riveting national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This show is biblically and politically engaged in the battle to save our country, with a pedal to the metal, with this Sunday's edition of Sundays with Dr. Sean. Buckle up. Here's your host, the author of the critically acclaimed book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Reverend Dr. Sean, the Ninja Pastor, with today's message. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for the great announcement. Uh, we sure do appreciate Mr. Barker, uh, one of the greatest voices in the announcing and uh and audio book and commercials and everything world. He's absolutely an amazing announcer. I'm privileged to have him. So first off, let's just say this. We are uh, meeting in Middletown. So those of you who are on the way but you've logged in, we're meeting in Middletown. Uh, the door is open, so come in. But if you're a bad guy, guess what? You'll leave full of holes and you'll leave horizontal. So be a good guy and come in quietly or, uh, you know, that that's how it goes. Um, I want to first, before I forget, because um, – you know, I want to I want to be respectful of this. Um, our our normal hosts uh, are resting tonight. They're okay, but uh, just a little worn out and in need of rest and and healing. So uh, we wanted to afford that. So hopefully none of you uh, remember you join you join us by theninjapasser.com. You wait for the panel to pop up. You put your name and your email in. You confirm it when you get the email, and guess what? You will have every single notification. Or and Join us on Facebook, God and Country Radio Show page. Also, uh, just SM Greener, uh, Facebook.com backslash SM Greener, and you can join me there, and you'll have all the announcements. LinkedIn, at the Ninja Pastor, blah, 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 all these places. If, if you don't know, then, then you have disconnected. I want to also say this. Uh, keep praying for Carson. Keep praying for Eric. Keep praying for Chris. Um, they are all very much in need of prayer. For those that aren't here in person, listen, we, we, uh, we meet every Sunday. And uh, it's kind of a unique thing. It's not kind of a unique thing. It is a unique thing. It's un- unheard of, really, nowadays. And we'd love to have you at the Delaware, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey area. Um, you can very easily come. We have people that come from uh, – we've had people come from Tennessee, believe it or not. And uh, so – you know, you can come too. We'd love to have you. We'll feed you. We meet at 5, and then at 5.30, of course, as you know, we go live. Welcome, chat, also. We're really, really, uh, wow, pretty cool. We're really pleased that you can hear me. We're trying a totally different. 
anything, something to help the, the republic, guess what? This is your something. And listen, if you're in the state of Delaware, not the state of confusion, which at many points in time, based on the legislation that's been put forth in the state, is also the state of Delaware, all Delaware students. Now, look, this is a public class. You don't have to be, you, you don't have to have come to any class for the Center for Self-Governance, none whatsoever. We are having, and, and look, even if you're not from Delaware, this is, this is something cool for you to come and experience because the great Mark Herr, and I say that sincerely, he stays here every time he comes and does his Delaware swing, and we love having him, don't we? He's awesome. Um, we're privileged to have him in our home. This last rotation, not but a couple weeks ago, um, Michelle Perkins was with him, executive director. And so we are, we're just honored. We're really, really honored to have them stay with us. Well, they're going to come again August 7th. Write that down, August 7th. They are coming to Delaware, and they're going to do a class that it's unheard of. This is going to be a live class, the Delaware, the state of Delaware Constitution. Now, we're the first state, and this is going to be pivotal, pivotal to our understanding. If we're to learn the system, we have to learn the founding upon which we gained our statehood. That's what we build everything on. That's the foundation. So right here in this home where we're meeting right now, August 7th from 5 to 8 p.m., in lieu of our church service, we will be meeting here August 7th from 5 to 8 p.m. You'll learn where here is if you go to the Center for Self-Governance.com. You click on register. You pay your money because it's not free. Doesn't come to me. Doesn't go to Mark. It pays. And let me just say this. There's some people who are saying, whoa, whoa, $25. Holy moly. I want you to remember, um, <laughs> and, and it pains me to have to even say this. By the way, we're going to meet on that Sunday. We're going to meet at 4.30. Class starts at 5, goes 5 to 8. You'll have a very comfortable surroundings. You won't be hot. You won't be uncomfortable. It'll be very, very nice. Um, Audio-visual will be perfect, and you'll be in good shape. The difference is I hear a lot of people say $25, and they say, oh, wait a second, man, $25 to learn the Constitution? Let me say this. There's, there's four, I want you to bear this in mind. Believe it or not, I'm going to repeat this. Nobody is paying Mark Herr's way to come here from the state of Washington. Nobody. He is. The flag waves not by the wind, but by the breath of hundreds of thousands of patriots who gave their blood for that flag and our freedom. 25 bucks is nothing. Then we're going to do level one. August 8th, the very next day, level one in Dover, Delaware. There's no place under the sun that you live, Delaware, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, that there's no reason why you can't come to this. It's Dover, Delaware. 11 North State Street, very comfortable surroundings, wonderful place, beautiful building, very, very comfortable. We're going to start August 8th at 9 a.m. We're going to end at 4 p.m., okay? It's $50. You get a book, and you get the best teaching you've ever had in your life. You also get learning that will help you actually be effective in gaining back the republic. I used to say keeping the republic because... That's what was said to Mrs. Powell by Mr. Franklin. But the fact is, is we've already lost the republic. Now we've got to get serious. It's part of what tonight's sermon is about. $50. Don't choke on that. Some of you spend that on Cheetos. Then, August 9, 2016, 
very next day, also in Delaware, same exact place, level two, macro understanding of centralized governance, $60. Are you catching a the theme here? With every increasing level you go up with Center for Self-Governance, you're asked to pay a little bit more each and every time. I've taken level one, I think now, seven times. I've taken level two four times. I've taken level three, I've taken level four three times. I've taken level four twice with you, I think, or once or twice with you. Um, I've taken level five only once. Let me tell you something. Add, it goes all the way up to $100. Level five, you pay $100. Here's the thing. It's worth it at twice the price. Why? Because the flag that waves doesn't wave on the wind. It waves on the breath of every patriot who gave all for this country. It's the least we can do. The RSVP is absolutely required, folks. You can manage the RSVP for Pampered Chef or Damsel in Defense or for whatever. You can RSVP for this. I no longer will accept the excuse that, well, it's too much money, it's too far to drive, I've got to do too much to get there, it's too long, it's too hard. You either want to save the republic or you don't. We make our bed, then we have to lay on it, we have to take our lumps. It's time for us to take our lumps, to get in and get after it. I also want to say this, you need to understand that this is the very best instruction you will ever receive in your entire life. I say that as a guy who's had 11 years graduate education. I've had some of the best professors in the world, in the world. Dr. Dennis Fry, Dr. Ron Frazier, Dr. Skip Moen, some of the best professors in the world. Mark Kerr is right up there with all of them. The next announcement is this. Tomorrow night, tomorrow night. He's a good doe. That's my doe right with me. Buckeye, you've all seen her a million times. Tomorrow night, Monday night, I'm speaking live at the Northern Delaware Republican Party meeting. This meeting will begin at 7 p.m. and is open to the public. The meeting will be held, write this down, at the Acadia, Acadia building at 3001 Brandywine Parkway at the Brandywine Town Center. You go around that outer loop and it's right there. It's a little building that stands all by itself. It's absolutely a wonderful building, a great venue. They're going to be having a meeting. They asked me to give a keynote. I'm going to tell you it'll be the most powerful 30 minutes of freedom you've ever heard in your life. I say that without choice of hyperbole. Listen, as a guy who's always teetering on life and death, I'm telling you, the republic, it, it, it hangs in the balance. It hangs in the balance. There's nothing I'm going to say there tomorrow night that absolutely will not be 100% true. And I'll tell you this even more. There's nothing at all that I'm going to say there that will be wasted. Because the breath that I breathe is the very same breath that moves the flag, and that is the breath of the last dying breath of patriots, hundreds of thousands of them who went before us. Tomorrow night, it's across, it's the building across uh, that large parking lot from uh, Regal Cinema. It's at the opposite side of the main shopping center road. You got that? Tomorrow night, 7 p.m. It's open to the public. Be there or be square. Broken hearts need heaven. Heaven awaits, but first. And let me tell you what a week this has been. And I know if you're like me, you need something. You need the right thing. But you know what? Sometimes when we're most broken, God comes in. In the 11th hour, he comes in and he heals us. God always has the right thing for us. The right thing to do, folks, 
I hate to tell you, it ain't ever easy. It's painful. Sometimes it's embarrassing and it's risky, but we've got to do the right thing fully and completely or we'll lose everything, including our lives. If you're anything like me, it has been a tough week for a myriad of reasons. It's been a disappointing and heartbreaking week for a myriad of reasons. And you know what? We all have those kind of days. We're real people. We all have those kind of days. We all have those kind of weeks. We all have those kind of months, and we all have those kind of years. And yet we have the healing power of a living God, the living God, to lift us. I will pour out all I have for you in this sermon that you're about to hear, all I got. I'm glad to have you join me. Matthew 16:1. Then some Prushim and Zurukim came to trap Yeshua by asking him to show them a miraculous sign from heaven. But his response was, when it is evening, you say, fair weather ahead because the sky is red. And in the morning, you say, storm today because the sky is red and overcast. You know how to read the appearance of the sky, but you can't read the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation is asking for a sign. It will certainly not be given a sign except the sign of Yonah. With that, he left them, and he went off. Isaiah chapter 40 in the complete Jewish Bible goes like this. Comfort and keep comforting my people, your God says. It doesn't say comfort until you get tired of comforting. Tell the truth until you get tired of the truth. It doesn't say do what has to be done until it's too uncomfortable, too embarrassing, too difficult, too costly. It says comfort and keep comforting my people, says your God. Tell Jerusalem or Jerusalem, to take heart, proclaim to her that she has completed her time of service, that her guilt has been paid off, that she has received the hand of Adonai double for all her sins. A voice cries out, clear a road through the desert for Adonai, level a highway in the Avroth for our God. Let every valley be filled in, every mountain and hill lowered, bumpy places made level, and the crags become a plain of Adonai will be revealed. All humankind together will see it, for the mouth of Adonai has spoken. A voice says, proclaim, and I answer, what should I proclaim? All humanity is merely grass, and its kindness like wildflowers. The grass dries up, the flower fades, when a wind from Adonai blows on it. Surely the people are grass, but the grass dries up, the flower fades, but the word of our God will Stand forever. You who bring good news to Zion, get yourself up on a high mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, cry out at the top of your voice. Don't be afraid to shout out loud. Say to the cities of Yehuda, here is your God. Here comes Adonai Elohim with power. And his arm will rule for him. Look, his reward is with him, and his recompense is before him. He is like a shepherd feeding his flock, gathering his lambs with his arm, carrying them against his chest, gently leading the mother sheep who has counted the handfuls of water in the sea. 
measured off the sky with a ruler, gauged how much dust there is on the earth, weighed the mountains on scales or the hills on a balance. Who has measured the spirit of Adonai? Who has been his counselor instructing him? Whom did he consult to gain understanding? Who taught him how to judge, taught him what he needed to know, showed him how to discern? The nations are like a drop in a bucket. They count like a grain of dust on the scales. The islands weigh as little as specks of dust. Lebanon would not suffice for fuel or its animals be enough for burnt offerings. Before him, all the nations are like nothing. He regards them as less than nothing. With whom, then, will you compare God? By what standard will you evaluate him? An image made by a craftsman, which a goldsmith overlays with gold, for which he cast silver chains. A man too poor, a man too poor to afford an offering, chooses a piece of wood that won't rot, then seeks out a skilled artisan to prepare an image that won't fall over. Do you know? Don't you know? Don't you hear? Haven't you been told from the start? Don't you understand how the earth is set up? He who sits above the circle of the earth, for whom its inhabitants appear like grasshoppers, stretches out like the heavens, stretches out the heavens like a curtain, spreads them out like a tent to live in. He reduces princes to nothing, the, the rulers of the earth to emptiness. Scarcely they are, are they planted, scarcely sown, scarcely their stem taken root in the ground. When he blows on them, they dry up, and the whirlwind carries them off like straw. With whom, then, will you compare me? With whom am I equal, asks the Holy One. Turn your eyes to the heavens. See who created these. He brings out the army of them in sequence, summoning each by name. Through his great might and his massive strength, not one of them is missing. Why do you complain, Yaakov? Why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from Adonai. My rights are ignored by my God. Haven't you known? Haven't you heard that the everlasting God, Adonai, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not grow tired or weary? His understanding cannot be fathomed. He invigorates the exhausted. He gives strength. To the powerless, young men may grow tired and weary. Even the fittest may stumble and fall. But those who hope in Adonai will renew their strength. They will soar aloft as with eagles' wings. Luke 17:37. And they answered and said to him, Where, Lord? So he said to them, Wherever the body is, there the eagles will be gathered together. We are assured by the living God of spiritual renewal. You know what? We sit around in our lives all jacked up on our hurts, habits, and hang-ups, our mistakes that plague us and follow us, challenge us, and cause us to do uncomfortable things at an uncomfortable time. But you know what? I'm here to tell you. God assured us, just like he assured Israel, of God's help. Here's what he said in 41.1 of Isaiah. Isaiah 41.1, keep silence before me, O coastlands, and let the people renew their strength. Let them come near, let them speak, let them come near together for judgment. Who raised up one from the east? Who is righteousness called him to his feet? Who gave 
the nations before him and made him rule over kings who gave them as dust to his sword as driven stubble to his bow who pursued them and passed safely by the way that he had not yet gone with his feet who has performed and done it calling the generations from the beginning I the Lord am the first and with the last I am he The coastlands saw it and feared. The ends of the earth were afraid. They drew near and came. Everyone helped his brother and said to his brother, Be of good courage. So the craftsman encouraged the goldsmith. He who smooths with the hammer inspired him who strikes the anvil, saying, It is ready for the soldering. Then he fastened it with pegs that it might not totter. But you, Israel, are my servant. Jacob, whom I have chosen, the descendants of Abraham, my friend, you whom I have taken to the ends of the earth and called from its farthest regions and regions and said to you, you are my servant. You are my servant. I have chosen you, and I have not cast you away. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with the righteous, my righteous right hand. Can you imagine, my friends, here and all across the country, actually all across the world, I got letters last week, and I was blown away by this. I got letters last week from the Middle East downloaded my sermons. I couldn't believe it. Last week was a banner week. It was a banner week for, uh, for emails. Sorry about that, guys. My protector, you're fine. They're not going to hurt you. They're not going to hurt me. I guess she's more concerned about somebody hurting me. Here's the thing, folks. People all around the world want to hear the gospel. We kid, our th- we kid ourselves to think that people all around the world don't want to hear what we have to say. They don't want to hear what God has to say. People all around the world are hungry for this. But I'm here to tell you something. Are you ready for this? This is news you cannot deny. You cannot forget us. Probably 50,000 people or five are listening tonight all around the world. This is a fact. This is an absolute fact. Start in your own home. Then every day, work out. Every day, work out. Every day, work out. Out from you, out from your body, out from your soul, out from your heart. Work out and move forward and forward and forward and forward and forward. And don't forget there are days in your own neighborhood when people stand And they look to the sky, and all they see are storm clouds. There are people that in their life today, hearing something from you that says, you know what, it's going to be okay. It's going to get challenging. You're going to have to do things and say things and confess the things that make you very uncomfortable. You're going to have to step out of your comfort zone and take a risk. I'm here to tell you, there's someone everybody's circle, close to their home that needs you to be you. I used to say all the time, they just need you to be Jesus for them. We're not Jesus. I'm not Jesus. I'm the, I'm the most messed up dude you probably ever met in your life. You say, oh, no, 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 I got that. See, I can't even be number one of that. That's how messed up I am. I just want you to understand. Welcome. Come on in and sit down. Be, be comfortable. We have veterans in the house tonight. I love that. I'm a veteran, great Vietnam veteran we have with me. Uh, 
I won't say where, veteran, because you just got back from deployment, but we're all proud to have you. This is a veteran home up in here. Veterans are always welcome. We have more people coming, by the way. A couple of people just let me know they're coming. I want you to understand something. This is so important. I don't want you to miss it. If you, if you blank me out, if you, if you shut me off for the rest of this message, I want you to hear this. There's a whole lot of people that say, look, I can't go around the world. I can't go from here, point A to point B, being so far away. I can't do it. I can't raise the money. I can't ask people for money. I don't have the money. I can't do it. I don't have the time. I don't have the help. Do you go to Walmart? Do you go to the Wawa? Do you go to the 7-Eleven? Do you go to your job? Do you go to your retirement center? Do you go to your physical therapy place? Do you go to your doctor's office? Do you go to the grocery? Do you see the mail person? We have a mail lady. I had the same mail lady, Tina. She's absolutely wonderful. For over 10 years, she's been my mail lady. Wonderful lady. I see her. I give her a hug. Sometimes she's sweaty, too. She says, oh, don't do it. I'm sweaty. I say, I don't care. You're a precious person. And she's really good at what she does. You let some folks complain about the post office, uh, and believe you me, we know when she's not here. No offense. But we know because she's awesome. She's the best. But the fact of the matter is she has said to me many times, you know, and I want you to understand this. I'm, I'm not patting myself on the back because this week I've had very, very difficult realities. But the biggest reality that I've had thought it was. Somebody told me this week in the midst of all the turmoil, somebody came up to me and said, you know what? I just got to stop you for a second. You've said to me at different times, not knowing what a challenge I was in, not knowing at what an edge I was on. And you just said something kind to me. You said loving things to me. You said helpful things to me. You didn't even know you were doing it. And you know what? I didn't even know I was doing it. I can't pat myself on the back because it's from God. I don't, really, I don't know what he gives each and every one of you, but some of you have the most beautiful smile any human has ever seen, and yet you keep it tied up. Some of you have life experiences that are absolutely fantastic. People say to me all the time, they say to my family and my friends who, who know me, they, they say it all the time, there's no way he's done all that. There's no way he's done all that. Is it true? All the time. All the time. Not that I've done great things. I haven't. But I'm telling you, I've been busy living. Because I've been almost dying just about every day since I came out of the womb. I was four pounds. Those of you on Facebook Live, I was, see this, four pounds at birth. Two and a half months premature. Hard to believe. Four pounds. All right, let's see here. I'm going to pack, I'm going to pack this and unpack it. Then some Prushim and Zudakim came to trap Yeshua. Now who are they going to trap? Who are they going to trap? Our king can't be trapped. Yeshua cannot be trapped. He cannot be. The God you claim to serve cannot be trapped. His son cannot be trapped. You can't be smarter than Yeshua. You can't be above Yeshua because he said, who do I report to? Created all of this. Who do I report to? Come on. Trying to trap Yeshua. You know what? We do it too. We say, you know what? If you're real, do this. We say, I've got a plan. I trust you. We say, I need you to speed that plan up, Father. I need you to speed that plan up. World, I need you to give me the plan in front of my face and put it in front of me so that I can feel more comfortable. I'm here to tell you, friends, 
Life ain't comfortable. Life is not comfortable, but I'm going to go on. They want to trap Yeshua by asking him to show them a miraculous sign from heaven. In other words, can you do a magic trick? We watch this show on television. I won't say what it is because they didn't pay me a dime to give them any props. And if I'm going to give props, it's going to be something like Center for Self-Governance or Second Call Defense. Deal with it. Fact of the matter is we watch this show, and, man, I love it when the magicians are on. Unless they do weird stuff like stick things in their nose or hang themselves. But I don't, it's not my thing. It's just gross. But the fact of the matter is some of these magic people, some of these magic people, no, I can hear it right now. Look, I can hear it right now. Ready? I'm going to put my hands up. I, I give up. Because there's church folk out there that heard me say the word magic. They heard me, oh, preacher shouldn't talk about no magic. Especially if you were independent, fundamental, Bible-believing, Bible-thumping, King James Version, only Baptist. You, you heard the word magic come out of my mouth. You about tripped up, didn't you? You were like, oh, Elizabeth, this is the one. I'm coming, honey. He said, magic in church. Let me tell you something. The most powerful experience I have ever had in a church, the top three, I'll say, was when I was a little kid and a man traveling around the country as, a, as an evangelist who did magic. And at the end, he showed you. He said, he did revivals every year at our church, about every year. And I'm telling you something, it was the most profound experience. The last trick he did, they were always increasing. And his wife, most amazing uh, chalk artist I've ever seen in my life. While he's doing all he's doing, you see this woman up here. She's got chalk, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, Lord, she got in the wrong thing. The Lord gave me this picture to draw for you. I'm like, the Lord going to have to tell me what it is because I can't tell. I don't know what she's doing, but it's not making sense. At least I can't see it from here. Now, I was little. I had good eyes back then. You'd think I'd know what it was. But at the end, at the end, just as he's finished, just as he's finished doing his presentation, doing his magic and preaching, that picture is finished. And oh, what a revelation. Sometimes we say, God, hurry up. I need you to finish up and put it in front of me right now because I can't wait any longer. He says, be still and know I am God. We think God is something that we can go, mm, mm, mm. don't push God or he will push back harder than you can ever imagine, my friends harder than you can ever imagine. That's a warning from me to you. Miraculous sign from heaven, but his response was, when it is evening, you say, fair weather ahead because the sky is red, and in the morning, you remember that saying? Did anybody know that was from the Bible? Anybody? No, most people shake their heads. Anytime I ever say this verse, uh, I recite this verse, they're like, no, it is not from the Bible. I've been saying that while drinking a beer, out fishing. I done spoke ill of the Lord. No, he's glad for you to repeat his word. You may not know it's his word, but live it. Breathe it. We're nephesh. We're his people. We're the being that prays. We're the being that recites scripture. Do you know every time you recite scripture out loud of your mouth, you are praying? You are speaking the very words of God every time. Don't stop speaking the word of God. You know how to read the appearance of the sky, but you can't read the signs of the times. Let me say this, Matthew 16, 1 through 3. Let me say this to you. This is, this is what I'm going to explain to you now, and I want you to get it. you get all your money back for tonight if you, if you don't get this. Look in the natural, and we can say, God, I don't see you. I don't see you. 
man, I'm in trouble, Father. I'm in trouble. And I've believed you sort of all my life. Well, maybe not all of it, but most, well, all right, some of it. Sometimes more than that. Okay, well, I've believed in you. And I've asked you for things before. I've asked you to heal me, to rescue me, and you did. But you know what? I know you told me, wait on me. Be still and know that I am God. In God's plan, let God work it out. Let God work it out. I know you told me that. I know you said be patient. I know you said be patient, but you know what? I can't be patient anymore. You know, to you folks, to you folks, I'm the same way. Look, I'm the same way. Who in here is impatient, right? Okay. So the ones that didn't raise their hand, they're guilty of lying. Do whatever you want. Here's the thing. We can look at nature, and, and, and we can say, all right, well, this is the way this works. The whole global warming thing, I'm not going to get into politics tonight. I swore I wouldn't. No, I didn't swear that. I'm not going to keep an oath I can't I'm not going to make an oath I can't keep. Ultimately, we look at the science, and we say, well, science says this or that. I'm going to tell you something. God created science. God created the, the molecules, the each and every little thing. God wove into every moving molecule himself. You don't think God can handle it. You don't think God can look at the sky and one moment you're looking at a beautiful sky and with the wave of his hand, lightning from east to west all across the sky. You don't think with a whim and a will that he can say enough. You don't think with upon his will, just a thought in his perfect mind, that he can say, I know that it is summer, but I'm going to make it cold. I know that it is winter, but I'm going to make it warm. I know you climate change people thought you're the only ones that can do that, but I've got a newsflash for you. God, the creator of all things, heaven and earth, is the only one who can. We've got to stop looking at science. We've got to stop looking. I'm not saying don't know science. Look, I want to know science. Not really. I, science was one of my least favorite subjects next to math. Oh, good lands that I hate math. I know. I'm sorry you're a math teacher. I'm sorry. If I'd had a math teacher like you, I would have loved it. We have a retired math teacher in the house. Here's the thing. Science doesn't rule. God does. Look, I, this past week I read Anglican preacher John Wesley, sermon number 66. Of all weeks to revisit this, I've read it I don't know how many times, but of all weeks to read this great sermon, this was quite a week for me. Truly, as I said in the open, all of us have had these kind of weeks. All of us have. All of us make it harder on ourselves, and some are just innocent bystanders. Some of us bring the troubles in our life upon ourselves, and some of us you didn't bring on what you're dealing with. You didn't bring on. Some people, Carson didn't bring it on him. He's eating perfect. Chris didn't bring on him. He's never smoked a cigarette. Eric didn't bring cancer on him. Don didn't bring cancer on him. They didn't bring that on themselves. Some people are innocent, but some of us do stupid stuff. We should have that shirt. And instead of, instead of uh, saying, I'm with stupid or I'm with stupid, have, have a pointing finger, right? I'm with stupid because we do stupid stuff. I do. All of us have had tough times, and some of us are innocent and some of us aren't. Sometimes we can't explain what's happening in our lives. We just can't. It doesn't seem fair, and it doesn't seem right. And sometimes we say, this is what was coming to me, and we've got to own it. 
Sometimes we deserve it and sometimes we don't. You're going to hear the words of this great minister of the 1700s. I want you to remember, the 1700s come out of my mouth and my heart. Most often preached outdoors. This man, John Wesley, he preached outside. There wasn't as much texting back then, so they didn't have technology. There wasn't as much air conditioning back then. You know, it was more like this. Oh, Lord, Jesus is hot. That was your air conditioning. Or you had the what? The fan? Remember that? Every black church I've ever been in, they had the best fans. Those folks knew how to keep it cool. The hottest days, he would preach outside. John Wesley. The hottest days, he would preach outside. You know, he wouldn't have the benefit of all the wonderful comforts that we have here with us today. Look, the radio audience can't see this because we're not on live right now. But, but listen, and I'm sorry for putting this in your head, but I'm in a 70-degree room, 72 actually because we turned it up and some folks were cold, 70-degree room. I am wearing a blue, is this blue? Blue Hawaiian shirt given me by my good friend Jerry Summers, Jerry from PA. I'm wearing uh, surf shorts, and I'm wearing sandals. Again, I'm sorry for scarring your eyes. The, the audience that is here, they're having digestive issues as a result of having to look at me. Again, my mom said, face for radio. But here's what you don't know. A couple of weeks ago, our air conditioner broke here at this house. It did. It broke. It was in the high 90s, just like today. The very same day, it was humid and hot, just like today in this heat wave. It also was the same day that because our windows were leaking and water was running down our walls, we didn't have a choice. We had to get new windows, and we had no, no choice in the matter. They had to be replaced. No choice. The last possible thing we needed was to have to change our windows, but we did. It is what it is. But that same day when the holes in the wall were there, hot and humid like you can't imagine, our air conditioner broke the very same day. Three days till our good friends at Potchak AC came and fixed it. So we had to pay. Trust me. I thought, okay, it's under warranty. <clears throat> Brutal. 88 degrees at nighttime while people were trying to sleep up in this house. If I was smart, I'd have filled a bathtub full of cool water and slept in that. My luck, I'd have drowned. How'd he die? He was just trying to cool off in the bathtub. Day like today, this great old preacher, he was 87 years old when he died. This great old English preacher, Oxford educated, he let loose. Why? Because he knew what I know now. What I now know, God is not waiting much longer. And as much as my eyes search the sky, what am I looking for? I'm looking for the lightning strike, splitting the sky from east to west. While heaven awaits, here I am today. In the King James, the verse that I, I said earlier, was it's written this way. And nothing against the King James. I, you know, I've, I've used all of them, and I grew up on the King James. Um, was it the authorized version? And there's some folks that listen that they, every week they send me the same thing. Why don't you read from the King James, the only real Bible? I said, okay, here you go, my buddy John. He's probably, right now, him and Diane are going, whoo, Lord, finally he's reading from the King James, except he doesn't talk that way. But it's funnier when I make him talk that way, because right now he's going, I don't talk that way. 
the King James is written this way, the Pharisees also with the Sadducees came. What you have to understand is these two, and a lot of you are really smart Bible people, these two groups didn't get along. They were opposed, violently opposed to each other in almost everything. But they came together. And you know what? It's no uncommon thing for, for groups that are in opposition to each other. I'll give you an example. I'll, I'll talk some politics just one second. Black Lives Matter, Islam. Never a better match ever. And here they are. They're overapt and they're overlaid. And they're saying, I'll help you. You help me. Isn't it funny? LGBTQX crowd and Islam. You help me, I'll help you. What they fail to understand is that they will climb to victory over the dead bodies of every LGBTQX person out there. Once they're finished using them, they'll kill them. Here's the thing. It's no uncommon thing. And this great preacher brought this to light. No uncommon thing for the children of the world, the people who really and truly, they were Pharisees and Sadducees, but you know what? They didn't get it. In fairness to them, I didn't get it. They had nice outfits, though. And they had a lot of power, right? They had nice outfits, a lot of power. They never wanted for anything because people were always providing for them. They had a sense of control even in the captivity that they were in. They had a, they had sort of a, 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 a hierarchy. And they were much higher than just the regular folks. But at least for a season, they worked together. They put aside their opposition to one another to work together to go against Yeshua. They cordially invited each other into the opposing of God and tempting. That is making a trial whether he was indeed sent God. Desired that he would show them a sign from heaven. Show us a miracle. They both got together and they said, show us a miracle. They said, look, show us a miracle. But in the back of their minds, I bet you they were saying, yeah, because we know no real prophet of God can do miracles. Wait a second. What did I say? Did I say that they were saying no real prophet of God could do miracles? Or was I saying, and or were they saying, if he's real, he'll do miracles. If he's not real, he can't. But what did they think? They thought, in their, in their utter crassness, the Lamb of God is standing in front of them, and they say, prove it. Prove it. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being in that place at that time? He'd already done countless miracles. Folks were alive that were dead. Folks saw that were blind. Folks spoke that were mute. Folks danced that couldn't walk. And yet they said, show me. Before we get too righteously indignant, we do the same thing with God when he says, in my time, in my time and in my way, we do the same thing. God, help us. It is not improbable, they imagined, that this would convince them that he really 
was sent from God. He answered and said to them, when it is evening, and that whole thing about red sky and night red sun, moon, you know the whole saying. Who in here fishes? Anybody? Anybody boat? Anybody boaters? Then you know the saying. Nobody knows the saying? We've got no. What is this? Like red sky at night, sailor's delight. That's what this comes from. Probably there in the Middle East, I'll tell you what, there, there were even more, even as hot as it is today, there were probably far more signs of the weather there and then. I mean, it's 129 degrees there. I have friends in, our, in Iraq that it was 129 degrees, and they're, they're schlepping around 65 pounds worth of gear. A SEAL buddy of mine, he told me, he said just for fun, he had his mom send him a thermometer, one of his electric thermometers, electronic thermometers, battery deals, and he stuck it down in his, underneath his flak jacket next to his skin. And then after an op, not after it, but in the middle of it, which was stupid. I came out of his curiosity. But he said, let me just see how hot I am. And against his body, 167 degrees. That's the real deal, is it not? So there's more signs of fair and foul weather in their climate than there are in ours. Oh, ye hypocrites, making profession of love, while you have enmity in your hearts. Ye can, again, King James Version. You, you, I don't know if I get points for using the King James. Somebody tally it up. Not with you. You can discern the face of the sky and judge thereby what the weather will be, but ye cannot discern the signs of the times when God brings his first begotten son into the world. Let's, let's first more particularly inquire, as the great preacher says, and you'll be able to know when it's my words and his words, trust me. He was eloquent in the linguist language. I massacre it. First, what were the times whereof the Lord here speaks? And what were the signs whereby the times were to be distinguished from all others? We may then inquire, secondly, what are the times which we have reason to believe are now at hand? Now, this is the 1700s, and this man is preaching this, outside in terrible, terrible temperatures, in a full suit of clothes, as was common and culturally appropriate. And how is it that all who are called Christians do not discern the signs of these times? You see, we are where we are in the scope of time. Look, no matter how much I want to go back in time, I think I'd have been better off in the 50s. I think if I was born in the 50s, my father used to tell me, God rest his soul. He said, listen, don't look back with such fondness on the 50s. The 50s were a very tough time. He said, we look back with such, uh, we romanticize, but they were a lot harder if you lived through them. And in the 60s, we say, oh, the 60s were the worst of times, drugs and blah, 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 blah. And in the 70s, bad music and bad clothes and bad hair. And in the 80s, more bad clothes, more bad hair, but good rock and roll. And what was it? Say it again. Ronald Reagan, somebody, touch me. <laughs> this hand right here, y'all, can't at Radio Land, I'm waving my right hand, shook his hand twice. Ooh, yeah. I got in trouble both times, but it was worth it. Trust me when I tell you. Because I didn't wear Corfram shoes, I shined my own shoes. And he took notice of it each time. And then the 90s, Desert Storm. What was it, O.J.? But all these terrible things happened, and the race exploded. Then it calmed down a little bit. And then the 2000s, the 9-11, 2001, planes flew into the trade towers. Planes flew into the Pentagon. 
yeah, yeah. Save all the it didn't really happen business. I have friends that were there and they watched them. Central Intelligence Agency that were sitting in their cars as the plane went over them and they thought, this is it, we're done. On the road trying to get into the Pentagon. So save all that. It didn't really happen business. And then we have now in 2016, what do we have? We have ISIS just willy-nilly axing people. Oh, I can't use a gun? Okay, let me see what I can find. I got an axe. How about a big truck? How about a big truck? We've got Black Lives Matter running rampant all across the country, killing police officers. Oh, I know. It, it's, they don't stand for the movement. Get a life, folks. Read a book. They're absolutely that movement. That's what they're all about. That is what they do. And they want to do it more. And they will. We look at all the different times and we say, man, this is... These are the worst of times. Tell that to the people who, when the Cuban Missile Crisis, were sitting in front of their television, biting their fingernails, the whole family together saying, oh, God, this is the end. Tell that to the people like me who kept hearing about Ronald Reagan. Oh, he's going to get us blown off the face of this earth. Back at any time, and we can say, now's the time. Look, I'm not discouraging you from anticipating and living as though Yeshua Hamashiach, Yeshua, the Messiah, is coming. Make no mistake. He is coming. But you know what? We had better start living like it. We had better start living like it, starting with me. I had better start living like it. My mother is 86 or 87 years old. I can't remember. Um, and, uh, and you're in your 80s. You've seen a lot more life than me. My mom has seen a lot more life than me. I love getting my mom started on stories. And you know what? Let me tell you what. If my mom and her sister are together, that's even better because they're close in age and they, they came up together. And it's so funny to watch them get on a roll. And sometimes all you have to do, like a little pebble, is put a little something out there and watch them. Watch him make that thing snowball. And before long, you're laughing. You're laughing. You're reveling. You're going, wow, was it really that hard back then? Gee, you know, as your kid, I thought you had it easy. <laughs> I'm the only one that had it hard in the world. We've all had tough times. You know what? I don't mean to scare you, but they're going to get tougher. Yeah, I do. That's a lie. I do mean to scare you. They're going to get tougher. I want to ask you, when you stand and you look at your neighborhood, do you use the map of the world and say, I'm not going to the map, I'm not going to all these far-flung places all over the world? Do you use that map to ob obscure the people around you? You say, well, I've talked to them. I've invited them to church before. They didn't come once. Oh, my lands, folks. We can't be such quitters. God says, plant the seed. I'll water it. I'll fertilize it. Plant the seed. Now, we can be, we can be uh, pesticide, can't we? We can be pesticide, right? We plant the seed, and then, then we live like haints. Then we live like folks ain't got no choice for heaven, ain't got no opportunity for heaven. That's how we live. We live like that. Ain't got nothing to smile about. That's how we live. That's pesticide on us saying, 
Oh, how good God is. Well, I'm just going to ask you a question. When's the last time you told somebody in your, in, outside of your circle but in your neighborhood, in your sphere, the people that you're around, when's the last time you told them, man, I'm so glad I'm saved. I'm so glad the Lord has got me. I'm so glad. I want to tell you something. I watched a movie last night called Risen. I don't mind giving them free press because you know what? They're, they're doing some good stuff. I did not receive what I thought I was going to receive. I received a whole lot more. That movie is powerful, and you need to watch it. Now, some folks are going to be texting me right now. I know chat is probably blowing up. Well, that movie, uh, theologically speaking, you claim to have a doctorate degree in theology. You should know that that movie was, in many cases, um, chronologically and theologically inaccurate. They move things around. Whatever, get over it. It was a powerful, awesome movie. That's why they call it Hollywood. I was bawling throughout. I had my hands raised to heaven throughout. He is risen, folks. We need to stop living like he's dead. When's the last time you lived as though he was alive? When's the last time you, you acted upon his livingness? His livingness. I know, I've got to break it down simple. When's the last time? Anybody know? When's the last time? When's the last time we acted like we are redeemed? Question I want you to ask yourself. When's the last time? No, I'm, I'm asking you for real, to yourself. Ask yourself, when's the last time you lived as though he was real? Isn't it time? Because he's coming. Join us next time for Sundays with Dr. Sean. And please follow this show and the Collision of Faith and Politics radio show during the week at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the ninja pastor. And follow Dr. Sean on Twitter at The Ninja Pastor and on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash God in Country Radio. And check out all the free messages, archive shows, and buy Dr. Sean's critically acclaimed book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America at www.drshawngreener.com. Join us during the week. And in the meantime, Dr. Sean will be fighting for you and for this great country. Thank you for joining us in this fight. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. 
online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 